0: Hey everyone, hope you're doing fantastic and welcome to today's podcast, Colors of Love, starring Juli and I, This show where we debate on certain popular and social issues.
1: That's right, on this special occasion we will be discussing over the LGBT representation among children-oriented cartoons, specifically in Canada.
0: Let's start off by taking a brief moment to go over the history of representation and LGBTQ inclusion in this country, as understanding the context behind this issue is important to have complete and clear comprehension of the topic.
1: It is no secret that in the past few years the inclusion of LGBT community in the world has been a great phenomena and Canada is no exception. This got to the point where the country has even got to the chance to be considered as gay friendly due to the great and positive results for the community inclusion overall. everyone wants to be represented in some way through the media and so does LGBT community, where even though there have been a huge advances and progress around it. There is still a lot of work to be done.
0: Along with the previous information is the data provided by a study developed by Jumo Bridges in 2019, which showed that only 8.8% of the whole characters scripted in the current television cartoons are part of their representation of LGBT.
1: Even though this number seems to be a huge step to the inclusion of the community, there is still very much to do regarding this topic. One of the major things to work on is the quality of how people in the community are being represented, as 64% of the shown characters are gay men, 36% are lesbians, and 14% are bisexuals, and finally trans who have the least amount of representation. That
0: is certainly sad to hear wholly, there should be an equal representation of the parts of the community. Another huge problem that goes along with this representation is the reproduction of stereotypes. Don't you think that's a huge issue?
1: Of course it is, stereotypes are misconceptions of the way some people perceive certain populations. This is done through exaggeration, with few details and oversimplified. It is a tremendous mistake to include the stereotypes as part of the LGBT inclusion as they just do the total opposite of what it is trying to be done, including this part of the population in our in society.
0: But we're producing old and incorrect perceptions of what people in this community look like just harms people that do not fit in that stereotype and can cause oppression and hate for cataloging people just for fitting into the category that stereotypes created for LGBTQ people.
1: But let's talk about what advantages does this representation offer. LGBT inclusion greatly increases the audience range a show can be targeted to, as the representatives from the community often look for shows that represent them. Because, as mentioned before, we all want to be represented and to be portrayed.
0: The consumption of that show can also be increased, as LGBT are known and proved by several studies for being digital consumers, as they spend a big portion of their time in digital spaces. Increasing the consumption is beneficial for the the producers who are able to get more wealth from their production can also allow more people to get in touch with the show that otherwise would probably not be watched by them, and get recognition due to the high amount of people enjoying the show.
1: In my perspective, the impact of LG TV community in kids is extraordinary. This is because each day that goes on the world is accepting these kind of relationships more. To a point, everyone is going to consider them normal. Therefore, it is amazing that kids learn how to respect them in every type of color.
0: One of the things that kids watch more nowadays is television, especially cartoons. With this, do you think there could be any show that represents the rainbow love?
1: Actually, yes. It is a Netflix original. Its name is Shira, and The Princess of Power.
0: That's right. I watched that cartoon before. Have you seen it?
1: Yes, and honestly, I love it so much.
0: Me too. Therefore, we should give a small introduction on what is the program about, and more important, how does it represent LGBTQ community?
1: I think as well that's the best thing to do. Therefore, Juan you start. Alright,
0: this is a fantasy story. It goes to a planet named Etheria, where there is a rebellion fighting with the princesses. Adora, the main character, is part of a horde with her friend Katra. But one day they go out and Adora finds a sword with which she transforms into the legendary She-Ra. After this, Adora understands that the rebellion is horrible and the princesses aren't who they teach her. Therefore, she separates from Katra to join the princesses.
1: With this, the story goes around Adora, having to fight her own closest friend in order to save Etheria. The plot here is that Adora hates fighting Catra because she loves her and Catra fights Adora with all she has because she felt abandoned. While this goes on other character show up. Some of them have colorful relationships. In this program, they represent mostly gays and lesbians. The wonderful thing about this show is that no one considers this type of love strange, for it is pretty much ordinary.
0: I completely agree. It is amazing to see cartoons show this type of representation. It is beautiful to watch the characters have the choice of who they love without any problem. Not even the villain judges them. The characters respect each person's love without having second thoughts. Knowing this, Huli, who is your favorite ship?
1: To be honest, I love all of them, but I will say the parents of both, who is Adora's friend, are so charming. For everyone, a context about these characters is that they are dedicated to history and love to read and discover new things. Their job is to know all about the theory's story, from the beginning to the actuality. Their bond is amazing and they complement each others perfectly. They are even a good example of parents because in a part of the show, they say they don't like bow dreams, but still, they will love him no matter what and will support him in what he likes. These two men are some of the examples that make me believe in love. Well, Juan D, what is your favorite ship?
0: Indeed, actually I love the incredible and well-performed representation that she achieves. But there is one that always caught my eye. It is between Spernirella and Netosa, two princesses of power that show a perfect example of non-first inclusion that captivates the audience and gives a taste to the viewers of a very lovely relationship. These two princesses are even shown as married, and one thing that completely stands out for me is the fact that their powers are linked in the show, by showing how one's weaknesses can be complemented by the other's powers. This type of relation shows not only a very strong bond but they're also the perfect example of what LGBTQ inclusion should be aiming for.
1: I completely agree with you. That relationship is so beautiful, and I think this show is going to open kids' minds and help them normalize LGBTQ relationships because even though many people say they are not from God or that they are abnormal, The truth is that love is something completely ordinary. It doesn't matter who you fell in love with, love is love and need to always be.
0: Right? I truly don't get why people consider LGBTQ community a problem. Just because your personal beliefs don't fit in with this type of love, it doesn't mean someone has the right to stop the attraction, just because it is not normal. It is irrational how people get into others' personal lives just because they don't like what they see love doesn't affect anyone else more than the couple itself.
1: It is true. Some even consider that loving in colors is an illness and that it is why some parents don't let kids watch shows like this or always tell them if they don't love someone of the opposite sex, they're a disgrace and abnormal. This is so unhealthy for a child's mind. It literally means that if the kid doesn't fit their parents' expectations, they aren't worth it. What good parent would hate their kid for loving? If parents keep
0: teaching their child this way, they are going to feel oppressed by their own family and are going to create a fear expressing their true selves. They may be even part of the community, but aren't going to come out because they are scared of being rejected by society. This could cause problems on mental health these children would be deprived of happiness and full love. They are going to suffer from being their true selves.
1: I think the same thing. By not accepting the community, families and society are just ignoring the constant increasing population of LGTV community and population in the world. By not allowing their children to get in touch and familiarize with what real couples and representatives of the community look like, generating an environment of unwanted hate and discrimination. As a result an internalized oppression about this topic is developed which is harmful for both of, for both the society and children themselves
0: exactly huli That's the precise reason why there is a huge need of the market to adapt its products in order to give a representation that normalizes this type of colorful relationships, which of course, needs to go along with the awareness that there should be created around this type of representation, for parents to start educating and teaching their own children on how to stop a huge chain of hate that LGBTQ community have to suffer with throughout its whole history.
1: I think the same. So that's all for today's episode. We want to know your opinion about this topic. In our case, we thought it was really important because it's really modern in our society. Because as we mentioned it before, ignoring and acknowledging these issues causes more issues than positive effects.
0: And that's everything we had prepared for today. We really hope you enjoyed this episode and see you next time. Oh, mm-hmm.